This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. Let's turn our attention now to the United States. Quite a few issues to look at this morning. The Biden administration looking to secure more COVID 19 funds for the country. They're also sending more aid to Ukraine. Um, how's that going to play out? Let's get more analysis from Nirmal Ghosh, U.S. Bureau Chief for The Straits Times. Good morning, Nirmal. Thanks. As always, let's start off with the Biden administration renewing their push with lawmakers to secure COVID-19 funding next week when uh, Congress returns from recess. What can we expect in terms of funding? I mean, If we're looking at how serious the economic fallout from COVID-19 is right now, especially due to inflation, what is that looking like? Hi, good morning. Yes, the administration requested $22.5 billion in supplemental COVID-19 relief funding last month. And that included funding for testing, treatments, therapeutics and preventing future outbreaks. But they could only get an agreement on a scaled back $10 billion package. So there's a lot more they need to get approval for. But there is a spanner in the works, which is disagreement over the Title 42 immigration policy. Republicans and even a few Democrats want the administration to keep Title 42 in place or they will not help the administration on the COVID relief. This is basically political bargaining. Title 42 is a uh, pandemic-era rule that allows migrants to be returned immediately to their home countries, citing a public health emergency, and it expires next month. Now, many immigration advocates and Democrats have been pressuring President Biden to lift it because it blocks migrants at the border from seeking asylum. The Republicans say lifting it means the immigrants and asylum seekers will come flooding in. And that is true, of course they will. But you have two very opposing views here, and immigration could be a political advantage or a liability for the Democrats. Many Republicans and also some Democrats don't want President Biden to lift this restrictive measure. Some Biden allies are saying it is too soon, that there is no plan to tackle the influx that will surely come. I got another question about Title 42 uh, in just a while. But uh, first, uh, in relation to what we were talking about, this COVID-19 relief, right, there's also more aid expected to be sent to the Ukraine. That's something that we're, some kind of announcement we're expecting there. So, you know, could this mean then lesser COVID-19 related help? Yes, the administration wants Congress to okay another package of military assistance, more heavy artillery and tactical drones, for instance. But there is some disagreement over what kind of package this will be. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer earlier this month said he wanted to include additional Ukraine aid in a broader package that would also contain international aid for COVID-19 and global food insecurity. But Republicans have so far opposed the $5 billion in global health funding that the senator wants to include with this supplemental package on Ukraine. That does not mean it will necessarily be one at the expense of the other. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode. Uh, Nirmal Ghosh, U.S. Bureau Chief of the Straits Times, on the line with me. So, Nirmal, um, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy is set to lead a group of fellow Republican lawmakers to the southern border in Texas, uh, I believe later today. And all this amid uh, debate over the Biden administration's decision to end a Trump-era pandemic restriction on the U.S.-Mexico border. So how much of a dent will this be in Biden's appeal of Title 42? 
Yes, this border issue is becoming a political hot potato and the Democrats have a lot to lose if they mismanage it. They are already taking a lot of criticism. Democratic candidates up for elections in swing states like Arizona, Georgia, Nevada, New Hampshire, they are saying don't lift Title 42 because it will be a disaster and the opposition will make hay with it. Immigration is a key divisive issue, as we know. If you remember, it has been before, but Donald Trump really weaponized it and he built the wall and all that, a project that was essentially abandoned when Joe Biden came to power. But now the numbers, the pressure at the border are huge. U.S. Customs and Border Protection has already apprehended more than one million people this fiscal year, which began on October 1. Uh, all right, Normal. I want to talk about something that was in the papers uh, yesterday all day. Orion G. Hatch, the longtime Republican senator from Utah, he passed away over the weekend on Saturday, in fact, in Salt Lake City at the age of 88. Tell us about the legacy of this guy. I mean, he was the longest serving Republican senator. It's an amazing story. Without doubt, very few senators have had such an impact on the country. So Orrin Hatch started life as a child in poverty in Pittsburgh, where his family did not even have indoor plumbing. His father was a carpenter. The young Orrin Hatch did all kinds of things. He once got into amateur boxing. He wrote pop songs. He made it his life's mission later to expand freedom and opportunity for others because he was cognizant and remembered this early childhood of his in poverty. Now, Orrin Hatch, as a Republican senator, represented Utah from 1977 to 2019, and he helped pass more bills into law than any other living senator at the time of his retirement. Among them were the Americans with Disabilities Act, the Children's Health Insurance Program, a law that created the generic drug industry, and a law mandating health warnings on cigarette packs. Truly landmark legislation on everything from religious liberty to healthcare that changed American society and the world, in fact, if you think of those cigarette pack warnings, for the better. There is an upcoming biography, I believe, which calls him a titan of the Senate. He remained conservative, but one of his best friends was the late Democratic Senator Ted Kennedy, with whom he teamed up to pass that children's health legislation. Now, in his later years, he backed Donald Trump. But in his farewell speech, he did say that in his 42 years in the Senate, he had been in the Senate when they could say they were members of the world's greatest deliberative body. And he talked about how that had changed, how the bar of decency has been lowered and further lowered, and he lamented the politics of division. That is an amazing story indeed. Thank you so much for that. We've been speaking with Nirmal Ghosh, your Bureau Chief for The Straits Times. Thanks a lot, Nirmal. You take care and stay safe. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.